Hello, Mary, the day after Christmas. I did it again. I didn't post last week. I was. I planned to sit down and record. I had the idea for my episode ready to go. I was excited and then I got sick and then my voice, you can, maybe you can still hear it. I don't know. I was really congested. I didn't really feel that bad at all. Um, but I was congested for a couple of days to where my voice would have been literally the most annoying thing to listen to, especially with headphones, earbuds. It would have been awful. That is why I didn't record. And it kind of made me realize I should probably like batch record episodes. I should probably like take a Sunday and sit down and record three different episodes because my episodes are not like two hours long, right? So I could probably do that. I would just need to think of all of the ideas of my episodes like all at once, which might mean they're not that fun. So maybe that wouldn't be a good idea. I don't know. I could probably get creative. I could figure it out. But obviously there are going to be times where, you know, I get sick and maybe I don't want to talk. Maybe I'm like really sick in bed and I can't even get up to grab the microphone or my voice just sounds awful. So I apologize. Didn't post again last week, but I am posting this week. I'm not going a month without posting again. So that's okay. But for this episode, I wanted to talk about resolutions because we just had Christmas, the whole holiday season. I hope you guys had fun. I hope it was a great time. I hope you got to see your family and your friends. I hope you had a blast. I hope it was cozy and wholesome. I had fun. We had a fun Christmas Eve party Then my parents, my sister and I, we did Christmas at our house like we always do, just us. We had fun. We had really good food, a ton of sugar. I have eaten so much sugar over the past week, not just this weekend, but the whole week. And I think I can feel my body just getting disgusted at itself. So I actually don't even want sugar for the next few days. Not that long, because I have a massive sweet tooth. I will want sugar again very soon, but for a few days, I kind of need to lay off. But it was so much fun. Delicious, amazing, a great time. I actually personally, as I've gotten older, I like Christmas Eve more than I like Christmas, because Christmas Eve, you've got all the excitement. Usually, you see more of your family I feel like on Christmas Eve, because on Christmas Day, it's like, okay, everyone's at their own house. Everyone's with their own, like, immediate family. Everyone's doing their own thing on Christmas Day. But on Christmas Eve, you get dressed up. You all hang out. You have the whole big lunch or dinner, whatever you do. You watch all the Christmas movies. You're still listening to Christmas music. I didn't listen. Well, I did listen to... I feel like to a lot of Christmas music this year, but I did like the Christmas classical stuff because while I was baking or while I was working since Thanksgiving, basically, I like to have some background noise. So if I'm not listening to a podcast, I'll do like the Christmas classics playlist on Spotify where it just gives you like everything under the sun that you could possibly want to listen to for the holidays. 
And then there's the Christmas, like, what is it? Cozy Christmas Jazz. Ugh, it's amazing. So, yeah, I had a great holiday season, and I hope you did as well. But, like I said, for this episode, I wanted to talk about resolutions because we're coming up on the new year. This coming weekend, it's already New Year's, and then it's 2023. That's crazy. And I just wanted to go over some of the things that I kind of want to start doing differently in the new year. For me, I have never made a New Year's resolution list. Honestly, I probably have. As a teenager, I probably made resolution lists, okay? But I've never, like, seriously made one, and I've never been someone that's gotten excited around the new year to be like, oh my gosh, okay, what are your resolutions? What's your resolution? Like, I've never done that because I've always been one of the people that's like, well, you know, if you really want to make a change, you know, you don't have to wait for the new year. You could just do it at any time, which I do still agree with. Of course, you can always make changes and do things differently no matter the time of year, obviously. But I do think it's nice, like as I've gotten older, to actually think about ways that you might want to make your life better because it's a fun thing to do, right? It's fun to try new things and to try just to really make the best of the new year and of your life in general, of your day-to-day life. It's fun to try and make the best of things. I feel like that's always a positive thing to do. It's hard sometimes. Sometimes you really don't want to, which is fine, but it's nice to try and, you know, make things more exciting for yourself. So for my resolutions, I put together a list of things that I either want to add, change, Maybe I just want to start romanticizing my life a little bit more to make things more exciting. I love romanticizing things. It's fun. It just, it will make you so much happier if you look at little things and then you start thinking about them as bigger things like romanticizing your coffee in the morning. Ugh, I love doing that. So yeah, let's get into it. I made a little list. It's not a long list. I might add to it. And I might add some recordings in here to this episode when I think about more of my resolutions, more things that I want to do differently. But yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so the first thing is I really do want to romanticize more of the simple things in my life. I I just said this. I already do this for a lot of things. I love romanticizing things. But I want to do it for more of the simple things. I really do. Because... When you are getting stressed or overwhelmed and you're looking at everything like it's negative and it's a burden and it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. Like, oh, I'm not looking forward to that. If you can take the little things throughout your day, like in between those, you know, boring meetings that you have or in between some project that you really don't want to do that's going to be really difficult and it's going to stress you out, you know, you're still going to do your skincare. You're still going to get a cup of coffee. You still might go to the gym. And if you romanticize those little things, it's going to make your day so much more exciting because you have more that you're looking forward to. Whereas originally, if you weren't romanticizing the little things, everything would just be negative. You'd be like, oh, now I got to go to the gym. Then I got to shower. Then I have to get dressed and ready and do my hair like, oh, this is going to take forever. You're going to start looking at things so negatively. But when you romanticize them 
and you look at everything like, oh, that's so cute. That's so fun. I'm so excited. You'll actually start to feel excited. You kind of have to pretend for a little while that you're excited about those things, but then you actually will be, and then it's really fun. So I already started doing this a little bit, but I bought these cute glass cups for my iced coffee at home. I, I like hot coffee. I like iced coffee. Depends on the mood that I'm in. I've got so many mugs for hot coffee or for tea. And so I have a ton of those, right? They're really cute. They're fun. I love mugs. I technically collect them at this point with the amount that I have. But when I go for my iced coffee, I have like one tumbler that my iced coffee maker came with. But sometimes I don't want that, you know? Sometimes I want something more exciting. So I got these fun cups off of Amazon. They're those textured ones. They're glass cups. They come with glass straws. Everything's dishwasher safe. Ugh. I do not like cups or, you know, baking utensils or eating utensils that are not dishwasher safe. In my opinion, if it goes anywhere near your mouth, there's no reason it shouldn't be dishwasher safe. It really upsets me when something says, like, hand wash only. If you put it in the dishwasher, it will break, it will melt, it will be toxic don't, don't do that. It's like, why did you not make this dishwasher safe? Even if you had to increase the price of the product by like $2, make it dishwasher safe. Ugh. But the cups that I got, they're dishwasher safe. They're this like textured glass. It's really cute. You can use them for iced coffee. You can do just water. You can do little cocktails, mocktails, They look so cute and they have the matching glass straws. They're not that expensive. I got like a set of four or something. So I've already started to romanticize a little bit more of my daily life by getting those cups because now since I'm already excited to have my coffee, I can make it at home and make it really cute. Like I would be sitting in a cafe and then I can just sit at the kitchen table and do my emails with my cute cup and feel just fine about it. So I'm excited about that. Another thing that I love, I love those cute like claw clips for your hair. When you get the really cute ones, maybe you have fun colors or patterns or something. The claw clips are really good for your hair. Way better than like tying your hair up in like a tight ponytail. I love the claw clips. Getting cute claw clips, that's a good way to romanticize a really, really small part of your day. I love it. And I know this sounds so dumb, but I swear it helps so much. You don't have to spend a ton of money or make those drastic life changes, you know, but doing the little things, it just helps so much on a day-to-day basis. Even if you don't have big plans, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, like in 2023, I want to travel more. I want to go to Europe. I want to go to an island. It's like, you know what? I don't have money for that. I don't have time for that. I That's going to be a little while before I can just go take a little trip to Europe. So I'm going to romanticize the little things to enjoy my life the way that it already is and to not have to make those drastic changes. Obviously, if I could go on a trip to Europe, count me in. I would 
love to do that at the drop of a pen. I would, I would go immediately if I could, but right now I cannot. Okay, so romanticize the little things if you're like me and, you know, you can't take a quick trip to Europe. Romanticize the little things. It's so much fun. Okay, number two. I really want to find workouts that I love and that don't make me feel like I'm completing a chore. So for me, I already work out and I've been pretty consistent with it. Minus this past holiday week. I really have not been working out this week. I didn't for a few days. Then I got sick. So I didn't for a couple more days. And then we had the holiday plans with family and everything. And I was eating so much sugar. wasn't working out. So whoops. Was not consistent for the past week or so. But that's okay. But half the time. Okay. It feels like I'm doing a chore. When I have to get myself dressed to go work out, to walk on the treadmill, to do certain weight routines and stuff, half the time it feels like a chore and I know that after every single time I work out, I feel so much better no matter what the workout was. If it was like quick cardio, ab workouts, uh, weighted lower body stuff, whatever it was, I always feel better after the workout but I still don't like having it feel like a chore to get it started in the first place. You know, like I want to be really excited to work out even if I'm tired, even if I don't feel that great, whatever it is. Now, I am typically, I I do not like working out in the afternoon or at night. I am a workout in the morning person or I'm not working out at all. Because once I get my day started, I cannot find a time to, like, put my work down or to move my plans aside to spend an hour, an hour and a half working out, showering, doing all of that. I have to do it first thing in the morning or I literally will not be able to do it at all. So no matter what the workout is, even if I do love doing it, if it's in the afternoon, you can count me out. But... There are still times where it's in the morning, I haven't gotten my stuff started yet, I have plenty of time to get a workout in, but I just can't really find, like, the energy to get excited about it. I'll still do it because I know I need to do it for my health, for my well-being. It also gives me more energy after I work out, which is great to have at the beginning of the day. But I just really want to find workouts that I love. And personally, I love Pilates. And I did that for a while over the summer. And I honestly felt the most confident in my body during that time. So I really, I feel like, you know, starting, I could start this now. I don't have to wait for the new year. But I want to do more Pilates. I want to do more workouts like that. And I've seen stuff on social media because there's, you know, the the gym girlies and, you know, gym TikTok, whatever it is, where people that are, like, super into going to the gym and super into weightlifting and, you know, like, really, really intense about that, they kind of make fun of yoga and Pilates and cardio 
And I don't, that's so annoying. It's like, if you like a certain workout, do that workout. You're doing 10 times better than the people that are just sitting on the couch doing absolutely nothing with their life, right? So if you can find a workout that you like, it doesn't matter what it is. You could like be obsessed with 12, 330 on the treadmill. You could be obsessed with going on runs outside or going to a yoga class or doing Pilates at home by yourself. You can be obsessed with weightlifting in the gym, like whatever it is. It's really annoying that there are people that will judge you based on the workouts that you like to do, but whatever. I seriously love Pilates, and when I did that consistently earlier in the year and in the summer, I felt so good in my body. I felt like I looked so good. I felt more comfortable in, like, all of my outfits. I was just so happy. It made me feel so good after every workout. And there is this girl that I watch on YouTube. Her YouTube, it's called Move with Nicole. She has the best Pilates exercises. She has some that are like 45 minutes long. Some of them are like 10 or 15 minutes. And they're so nice. She has such a nice voice. There's no like annoying background music. It's not one of those weird, you know, yoga instructor voices that's, you know, you know, I feel like some yoga instructors are doing a little too much, but this girl, her videos are incredible. They're so easy to follow. You can set your phone or your laptop up. You can, I don't know, project it on your TV if you want to do that. You can do them in your room. If you have just like a little space in your house, it's so easy to do. They really work. The, I mean, you feel it. You really do. When you look at someone that's doing Pilates or yoga and, like, you're just watching them doing it, you might think, like, oh, that's not a real workout. Like, you know, they need to lift weights if they actually want to feel anything or work up a sweat. Like, that's not a workout. And then you do it yourself. Ooh. Brutal brutal. So I really want to incorporate more Pilates into my workouts. I'll still do, you know, weightlifting. I've never done like heavy weightlifting by any means. I'm, I've always been like very moderate with the weights just because that's like comfortable for me. Um, but I'll, I'll still do that obviously because that is good for me and I'll still do the cardio. I love 12, 330. 12, 330 is fantastic. But the Pilates, I I need to do more of that. So that's on my list. I really want to do workouts that I'm excited about, that I know make me feel good, that I don't have to think too much about. That's another thing. The Move with Nicole videos, she's already done it all for you. She's already laid it out. She's going to instruct you the whole time. You don't have to worry about it. It's so nice. So I love those. Highly recommend them. I'm going to start doing more of those. Absolutely. Number three on my list is that I need to stay on top of cleaning. I let my laundry pile up half the time. I really need to like vacuum and dust more, deep clean the bathroom more often because every time that I deep clean my space, I feel incredible afterwards. After you're done cleaning and you light your candle and you spray your room spray and stuff, 
it is so nice and I really need to do more of that because there are so many times where I tell myself like, oh, I'm so busy. I'll get to it this weekend. And then I have like last minute plans for the weekend and I don't get to it. And then I say, okay, the next weekend. And then I just go way too long letting my laundry pile up and all of that stuff. So something I want to get better at, which I've I've never been great at since I was a kid. I've always been I'm I'm not like a neat freak or anything, but I need to get better at cleaning and staying on top of that. It's not, I'm not like a slob or anything, okay? But like, you know, taking the day to like really, you know, take all the cleaner, get your bathroom spotless, get the kitchen spotless, your bedroom, wash all your bedding, the duvet cover, all of that stuff. Oh, and when you do, oh, it just feels so good when you check those things off your list and when you walk into your room after you shower at the end of the day and everything's just perfect. What an amazing feeling. Absolutely incredible. Number four on the list is I want to stop worrying about having to post at certain times on certain days throughout the entire week regarding my business social media. So my personal social media is literally my personal Instagram account. I I rarely post on that. That literally does not matter to me. But my business social media, my Instagram, my Pinterest, I finally downloaded TikTok again to start posting stuff for my business on there. And I've, oh my God, I forgot how much I love TikTok. Oh, it's so dangerous. But the things you learn On TikTok, it's crazy. I have literally already made a list of things I want to get on Amazon solely based on like a 10-second TikTok that I saw. It's ridiculous. TikTok is a free app, but you will spend a lot of money just scrolling. It's, It's insane. But with my business social media, I feel like I just, I have to post I have to post a certain amount of times. I have to post on the right days at the right time. I have to have, you know, an interesting enough reel. Uh, And the fact that, like, photos go absolutely nowhere on Instagram now, it is really annoying. I would love to just post pretty cake and cupcake photos. But if you don't make it into some interesting, satisfying reel, it's not going to get any traction no one's gonna see it. Instagram like completely hides it under everything else. It is so annoying. But I stopped worrying about it so much earlier, like this fall, I feel like. But then I got back into the habit of getting anxious if I don't have something to post or if I don't have different and cool content to create. And I just hate that feeling. It makes the whole social media side of my business also feel like a chore and that's supposed to be you know one of the fun sides of a small business is posting you know behind the scenes and fun videos and cute photos and all of that that's supposed to be a fun part but I feel like like over the past couple maybe few months I've gotten back into the habit of like getting anxious about it worrying too much about it thinking too far into things and then it just gets really frustrating I've also been stressed about it for like a week or so now 
because I am almost positive that Instagram has shadow banned me on my business account. And it's honestly so far from being an actual problem. And when I think about it, I'm just like, you know, seriously, Maggie, there, there are so many more things that I could be spending my time working on and thinking about aside from my Instagram engagement and all of the stats and all of that. So I really need to relax with all of these social media rules and all of that. But that is definitely something that I want to ease myself out of is, you know, feeling anxious about every single post that I make and trying to do it at the right time on the right day. There was an episode, like one of my first episodes of my podcast, where I said that I hit the jackpot and I found, you know, I finally cracked the Instagram algorithm code, whatever, post on this day at this time and it's working out so great for me. That worked for a while. Now it doesn't work at all. So I think Instagram is just changing whatever they want to change and they're doing whatever they want to do on a day-to-day basis, like by the minute. It just, it's always so random. I really don't understand it. So it's literally something that I don't think I'll ever be able to actually figure out. So there's no point in me spending my time on it. Obviously, I will be spending my time, like, you know, posting about my business and all of that because my Instagram kind of acts as, like, my portfolio for my work for potential customers to see, to reach new people, new potential customers, all of that. So, obviously, I will spend my time trying, you know, to continue to grow, but worrying about whether or not I'm posting at the right time or whether or not the angle of the camera is perfect and if it's not maybe that's why it's not getting views just like shut up Ugh, I just I really want to stop doing that resolution number five is all about hair care so I have a good you know skincare routine going on I don't do much I have I'm gonna brag here for a second I have decent skin genetics. I've never dealt with acne or anything like that. So my skincare has always been very simple, very straightforward. I'm obsessed with the Super Goop Glow Screen. I love that stuff. My skincare, very straightforward. My hair care, though, I really want to just like, I don't know, level it up. I want it to be better. My hair is very thin, I'm probably in my head about this, but I think my hairline's receding. Okay, I'm a 23-year-old girl. I'm, I don't know if my hairline's receding. I highly doubt it actually is. But I also think, you know, being on, like, the birth control pill and everything, there's no way that that helps. I have read so many things about all the stuff that the birth control pill can do to you the ways that it can change your body. I never had weight gain with it. I never had skin issues with it. But I swear my hair loss is ridiculous because of that. I, without a doubt, have a feeling that there's something going on there. But I also don't have a whole hair care routine going on. So maybe it's all my doing. Maybe I'm putting too much heat on my hair and all of that. I don't know. You probably don't care about this. 
but it's something that I want to add to, you know, level up my life a little bit. Do a little more something for myself on a day-to-day basis, a little more self-care. So I really want to start a hair care routine with like the hair oiling, nicer products, better styling techniques, all of that. And I already started doing a little bit of this because, like I said, TikTok will make you spend your money. I saw a couple people using rosemary oil. They would take the rosemary oil They would, I think, boil some water, add however many drops of the oil to the water, let it cool down, and then add that to a spray bottle. They use it in their hair. They showed, like, before and after stuff. And then I did my research. I didn't buy it off of one single TikTok, but I did my research, and rosemary oil is very good for your hair. So I got some on Amazon. I want to get, like, a nicer hairbrush to make my hair feel better. I want to use those big hair rollers that you use so that you don't have to put too much heat on your hair because when you shower and it's a hair wash day and you're putting hot water on your hair then you get out of the shower you kind of dry it off with a towel and then you put heat on it from your hair dryer but then maybe you want to curl it maybe you want to style it a little bit more maybe you need to straighten it or something so then you put heat on your hair from that And you're doing that like a couple times a week. That's a lot because the temperature that those hair tools get to, like if you're taking a curling iron, that thing, my curling wand, I set it to 370 degrees Fahrenheit. My cakes bake at 350 degrees. That is a lot of heat to be putting on like tiny strands of hair. There... Honestly, if I have any hair loss, it is probably literally all my doing. I'm blaming the birth control. Maybe that's part of it. I have no idea. But I really want better hair care for the new year. I want shiny, thick hair. Don't know if I'll have thick hair. My hair's been very thin for a very long time. Like my entire life, I just have thin hair. It is what it is. But doing those things where you make yourself feel good. You have those self-care sessions, like maybe not every day, but, you know, a couple times a week. It makes you feel so good when you take care of your skin, your hair. You have a nice shower where you're not in a massive rush to get things done. When you are rushing to get ready and you have, like, two minutes to shower, five minutes to do your hair, five minutes to do your makeup, and, like, you have nothing planned and you didn't give yourself enough time, that is, that will put me in such a bad mood because when I'm going out, literally, I could be going out with my mom. I could be going out with my boyfriend to grab like a casual dinner. It doesn't have to be some massive party that I'm getting ready for. Whatever it is, if I am rushing and I don't have time to like leisurely get ready, I am immediately pissed off. I am in such a bad mood and it will take me a while to get out of that bad mood. I love taking a nice shower, relaxing, feeling good, getting out of the shower, starting my hair and makeup while I have a YouTube video going. It could be a true crime video and I am having the time of my life getting ready, just relaxing, 
having me time. That is the best. I want to do more of that. Okay, I don't want to rush when I'm getting ready. But all in all, I really want better hair care. And I want those good smelling products. I want the shiny hair. I want the pretty curls with those big hair rollers. Ugh, I also ordered the hair rollers. I did. TikTok is just so dangerous. But I did it. And I'm excited. So I'll give you an update on how all of that stuff works because if it works, ooh, I'm going to be excited. My next resolution is something that I already do, but I just want to continue doing it because it's been so incredible. I want to keep reading more. This year, in 2022, I actually started frequently reading because I found a couple authors that I love. Yes, the main one is Colleen Hoover. Why wouldn't it be? She's absolutely incredible, and it makes it so fun to get into bed at night. I have my hatch alarm clock on the sunset setting. I love that thing. I don't know what I would do without my hatch alarm clock. You can do so many different things on it. You can have so many different settings. You can touch it one time and it goes to your next setting. You can do like daytime, wind down, fall asleep to this. Once I'm asleep, then it automatically goes to this. It is so fun. It is so cool. So when I get in bed, I've got clean sheets, a big t-shirt on, my sunsets going on my bedside table, got some soft lighting, and then I get time to just read a couple chapters of a really good book that I'm into, and it is so easy to fall asleep. I sleep so much better when I read before bed instead of watching TV or looking at my phone. I feel like it's kind of 50-50. If I finish a book and then I don't automatically have another book that's ready to be read I'm gonna spend so much time on my phone and then I'm not gonna sleep well and then I'm gonna be grumpy I have to have a good book I really want to keep doing that in the new year to have a couple chapters of the perfect book right before bed and uh it's so nice there's not much else to say about it other than that is a really nice thing and it feels good, and I sleep really well. I need my sleep. I'm not someone that can function off of six hours of sleep throughout the entire week. I, I need a good, solid eight hours uninterrupted, and a good book really helps me do that. So I'm going to try and continue that in 2023. Okay, I feel like this episode is extra short, I might think of other resolutions to add throughout the day, but right now I only have two more on my list. They're not very long either, so we'll see how long this episode ends up being. But resolution number seven, I really, really, this is more of a need than it is a want in all honesty. It's it's both a need and a want. It's a, it's a, it's a weaned, wait want and need not it's a not or what am i'm so bad at <laughs> it would be a weed <laughs> why did that take me so long to combine want and need to weed ugh that took me way too long my brain is not working i need more books 
I need more books and probably not calling Hoover. I probably need, you know, better, you know, educational books. But number seven, it's a weed. I want to purge my closet more. I have way too many clothes. I honestly don't wear half of them. And I think that this would be a good, like, early spring cleaning activity. You know how around spring, everyone does their spring cleaning, everyone purges, everyone deep cleans the bathroom, the kitchen, they clean the top of their cabinets that they haven't seen in five years. All of that spring cleaning stuff, I feel like I should start it early and I should go ahead and purge my closet because half of the stuff in there I don't wear and it my ugh it's just too much when i walk into my closet it's overwhelming i don't really know what i'm looking at don't i do know what i'm looking for but oh my gosh i go for the same like five things every single time and the best way to purge your closet is you pick up each each article of clothing and you ask yourself say okay right now it's winter if i pick up clothes that are from the summer. Obviously, I haven't worn them in a couple of months because I quite literally cannot walk outside in that right now. But if I were to pick up a summer dress, okay, and I look at it, all you have to do is ask yourself, did you wear this last season? When this article of clothing was in season, when it was warm enough to wear it or when it was cold enough to wear it, did you actually wear it? And if so, how many times? Did you wear it like one time when you went to get coffee with a friend? And did you love it? Or was it just, you know, something to actually wear because you were in a rush? If you did not wear that the last season, that is an immediate donate pile. And you can easily take stuff to Goodwill. I do that all the time. It's so easy. You take your stuff in a bag or in a bin and you literally put it in their donation section and walk right out. Takes absolutely no time, no effort. I would recommend doing that. But all you have to do is ask yourself, did I wear this last season? And there's your answer. And if you wore it once or twice, again, ask yourself, was it because I was in a rush and I, you know, grabbed the first thing that I could Or is this like one of my favorite pieces and I want to keep this for the rest of my life? But I need to purge my closet and that should be my first quote-unquote spring cleaning activity that I should do. I really need to. Now that I'm actively talking about it and I'm saying it out loud, I'm realizing like, oh, yeah. Yep, I need to do that. It's gotten bad. I... The way my clothes are on their hangers, they're so close together. It's hard to even move other things out of the way to look at a single jacket or shirt. It's so bad. I need to get rid of half of the things that I own. I, ugh, looking at clutter, I feel like I have clutter, but I hate clutter. I'm like a hypocrite. I absolutely hate it. I hate the way it looks, hate the way it feels. So I, I need to get rid of half of the things that I own. That's on the list. That that was number seven. And the final thing that I have on my list, number eight, I have already talked about this in a couple of my episodes now, but I need to make my podcast a priority because I have so much fun with it and I just need to find a better way to work it into my schedule without doing it last minute because when I do it last minute, I'm rushed to come up with an idea and then it's a stupid idea. 
and then it's like a 20 minute long episode and then I have to listen to it back and try and edit whatever and then it, it just it's not fun when you have to do that so I really need to make the podcast a priority not that there's a following on this literally at all this is quite literally something that I do out of pure enjoyment as just a just just a hobby but I want to make my hobby a priority that's a little self-care thing I can do I could do my hair care I could put on a hair mask do my hair oiling and then sit down and record a podcast how amazing does that sound I could have my hatch alarm clock going while I do it I could light a candle that sounds incredible I look at look at me I'm already finding solutions. I'm already doing it. All you have to do is talk into a microphone and listen to yourself talk about it. And there you go. You'll think about so many things that you wouldn't have if you didn't actually say it out loud. So yeah, I am going to make the podcast more of a priority and actually put it on my calendar to do on certain days every single week so that it becomes a habit. I'll make it a habit. I promise I will. Oh my gosh. Okay. I just remembered I have another resolution that was honestly like at the very top of my list of things that I wanted to do this coming year, something new that I wanted to do. And this isn't something that I am actively going to complete this year. I don't see that happening. But it's something that I want to look into because I am very curious about it. I'm very intrigued about the idea. Within the next, like, two to three years for my business, I really want to have a cookbook. I want to have, you know, like a dessert cookbook. Not dinners and side dishes that you can bring to the family gathering. I want it to be strictly desserts with cake, cupcakes, and maybe some cookies. I want a fun, happy, dessert-filled cookbook. That is one of my next big goals for my business that I get really, really excited thinking about. So, this coming year, I want to look into the details of like what you actually do to make a cookbook happen because there is a lot that goes into it. I mean, you can't just, like, make that yourself and then print it and start selling it. Like, you have to have a publisher, you have to go through whatever company, you have to, you know, do whatever you have to do in order to sell it on Amazon or to sell it in stores. I mean, can you imagine, can you imagine having a cookbook and you see it on the shelf at a bookstore? That, that would be, like, the coolest thing in the world. I honestly can't even fathom what that would feel like and I want to do that so bad. Again, this is something that takes more than a year to do from start to finish to actually make it happen. So that would be something that would be, you know, like I said, in the next like three years probably. But I really want to start looking into those details and to see what I need to do in order to work towards that so that on my way there, I'm making, you know, the right steps, the right decisions, the right choices, all of that. 
But yeah, that is one of my big resolutions that's more of a long-term plan, a long-term goal, having a cookbook. I would be so happy. Wow. Oh, it, it gets me so excited thinking about like the layout, the colors, the cover of the book, the different recipes that I would put in it getting to bake all of those recipes and then photograph them knowing that the photographs are like going in a cookbook not just on my Instagram wow I I get so excited just talking about it but yeah that is one of my very very big number one resolutions I don't know why I forgot about that but I'm putting it in now and I'm just so excited just talking about it so yeah wish me luck on finding out the details of that because I'm sure the more that I research it, I'm just going to be like, whoa, a lot goes into this, but I am going to make it happen. No matter how much goes into it, you can, you can hold me to it. I will make it happen eventually, not within the next year, but eventually. But there we go. Those were some of my little resolutions things that I either want to change, things I want to add, and those little things that I want to romanticize about my life in the new year. Like I said, some of these I've already started. Some of these I'm going to start early, like purging my closet, all of that. But I do think it's fun to sit down and write out different things that you want to do in your life, different things that you want to change, things you want to make better. Because this, this sounds so cheesy, but, you know, you should always try and better yourself. You should always try and think of things that can make those little day-to-day activities more exciting for you. That's always fun. It's necessary. There are a lot of boring things in life. There are a lot of things we don't want to do. But then when you get excited about the little things, those boring things don't seem too bad anymore. And then, you know, you can try and enjoy your life more than you would have if you didn't think of ways to change it and make it better. And now I'm rambling. And now I don't know if what I'm saying makes any sense. It does in my head. I hope it does when I say it out loud. I hope this was an entertaining episode. I don't know if any of the things that I talk about are entertaining. I don't know if I make myself sound like a complete idiot. If I do, that's okay. Because this is a fun hobby This is something I do in my free time. This is something that excites me. And I've said it before, podcasting is so much fun. You can get a microphone off of Amazon with a little headset. You can plug it into your laptop. Doesn't cost much money. This Everyone should do this as a hobby. You don't have to post it. You don't have to show anyone. But saying this stuff out loud and having a recording of it and talking into the microphone, it is so much fun. I highly recommend if one of your resolutions is to have more hobbies and to do something new, to try something new, get a microphone off of Amazon and start a podcast. This is so much fun. I love it. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you always enjoy it. Like I said at the beginning, I hope you had an amazing holiday weekend with family, with friends, whatever it is that you did. I hope you're excited for the new year. I hope you're happy and healthy. 
and I will see you for the next episode, which will be next week, because I will record another episode this week so that I can automatically post it and everything will be great. But yeah, have an amazing day, have an amazing week, and I will see you next time. Bye.